The following program is underwritten by... It's important to handle any pet behavioral issues with love and care rather than pain and punishment. That's why Dr. Roger Mugford from the Company of Animals created the Pet Corrector, which allows you to safely change unwanted behaviors in your dog, like barking with a simple... Order yours today at www.companyofanimals.us. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And if we sound a little bit stuffed today, we certainly are. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. i got to say, it's one of those times of the year that you usually see a lot of animals, Dr. Debbie, uh, down at the office, usually because they've uh, had the wrong foods or the fatty foods or something like that. Too much food. And, yeah, and, we actually had chocolate toxicity the other day. Oh, wow. Ooh. Chocolate is still hanging out here. <laughs> it's everywhere. So. Uh, it's only going to get worse as we get into the hot. The Christmas trees are up now. You're going to see all kinds of uh, stuff that animals have ingested. So please be very, very safe. What a way to start off the show. Let me just tell you, Charlie Daniels from the Charlie Daniels Band will be on the show today. Uh, also, Aaliyah Zobel Nolan. She is the author of Women Who Love Cats Too Much and Women Who Still Love Cats Too Much. And uh, she's going to tell us what exactly makes you a crazy cat person. I have an idea a little bit because I'm kind of a, I'd be the uh, male version of a crazy cat guy. Definitely. Uh, but <laughs> No arguments. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to stand. Okay. Well, and we're going to have giveaways <laughs> no. of her books, too. Which are great stocking stuffers. Uh, so we'll go to the phones, we'll talk to her, and we'll do a little news all here today on Animal Radio. In fact, what are we looking at in the news, Miss Lori Brooks? Hey, um, well, the government wants to get rid of some of its bomb-sniffing dogs. So we're going to tell you if you've ever wanted to you know, adopt some retired dogs and even some dogs that may have not performed so well in their training, they failed I'm not going to oh, say no, flunked because okay. uh, yeah, that's just not nice. Uh, I'm sure they're really smart. Well, it takes but a special we'll breed to be a, 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 a canine sniffer, dog bomb right. sniffer. I mean, you got to be fireworks would set you off. That that would be a bad thing. <laughs> no, these dogs have been. Um, they say that they are not pets right now. That oh. they. Uh, are working dogs. They do go home with the trainers at night, but they are kept in a kennel, and they, they are not family dogs, so that it will take them uh, a while to kind of gear down to family life because these are animals that are actually picked for their really high-energy drive. Mm, okay. You know, I was going to say, even if these dogs failed training, they're still trained dogs. I had, uh, growing up as a teenager, I, my dad brought home a failed German Shepherd police dog that didn't make it through the final training, but he was still very well trained and behaved and wow. just yeah. protected me. It was awesome. And, and a lot of these dogs, they have such high drive to do something. They can't just sit on a couch and do nothing. You have to get them out and do dog sports or continue training, even, you know, kind of novice uh, competitive behaviors and uh, uh, competitive training for obedience is still a good thing to do. Keep their mind and their body active. Well, we're going to hear more about that coming up in the news with Miss Lori Brooks just right around the corner. But first, your calls, toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Don't forget, you can also ask your questions directly from the free Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. And we go to Mike. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hey, doing good. How's it going? Hey, pretty good. Good to hear from you. So what's going on? Well... Question on shaving cats. Shaving them, okay. Like, oh, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, I tried it once and kind of forgot that it was a boy cat. And <gasps> he spent a week in the 
the vet and being nursed back to health. So I don't yeah. shave him myself anymore. I take him to the vets. <laughs> good, good. No, I, I concur with that. I think that's a sound, sound advice there. <laughs> well, lately, well, it's kind of a two questions. Lately, um, you know, he's, he's obese. He can't clean himself. He mats. So that's why we have him shaved okay. um, two or three times a year. But I was kind of wondering, I live in Colorado now. Uh, of course, we're getting cold weather, and we have our dogs, which we keep uh, our sisters shaved. And then come wintertime, we let their coats grow out to keep them warm. Uh, my cat's an inside cat, and I'm just wondering if there's, you know, with the colder weather, is it better to try to time it around to let the cat have some longer hair? Or does it matter if since he's an inside cat? Yeah, and so he's getting shaved because he's too chubby to actually clean himself and kind of groom that normally, I take it then, huh? Correct. Okay. All right, so if he's living inside, I don't think it really is going to matter. Um, you might find that if you keep your temperatures in your home a little bit cooler in the winter and you're not really cranking the heat, um, he might need extra heat sources or bedding sources. Cats are pretty adept at finding those, finding that sunny window, um, if you have cat beds or cat perches. So I think that will be fine. Um, for me, if he is matting, it is more important to address that and to prevent that um, than I think the concerns for the cold. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and it would be a totally different situation if he was outside or you were doing this for cosmetic purposes. If you were just thinking, I just don't like to deal with hair in my house, which a lot of people do, and they shave their cats and their dogs just based on that. Right. If it was something like that, I would say, no, don't shave them and kind of let things go. But, yeah, I don't want them to get messy in the backside because then they'll get urinary tract infections, and then, you know, the mats can pull. Right. Well, at 32 up. pounds, he, he just can't quite reach. <laughs> wow, 32 pounds. That's big. Yeah, he's smaller than my last one was 35. What What are you what? feeding them? Other cats? <laughs> he eats whatever he wants, but he's the type, if his bowl gets too low, he stands there and screams. Ah. He diet food for a while, and it didn't make a difference. He just kept gaining weight. Mm. But wow. he's a happy, fat cat. Yeah. No diabetes or anything? How old is he? Uh, Bear's almost 13 now, I think. Wow. Which I was kind of shocked. My last one only made it eight years, and I didn't. Yeah. But he was an indoor-outdoor. Um, this one I'm thinking maybe because he's been strictly indoors. That's why he's been able to live longer with being so obese. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I would I'd have a great diet recommendation for you as far as uh, the Hills Metabolic Diet is one of my favorites now for getting weight off of cats. Um, I know it's hard to teach a cat, an old cat new tricks, <laughs> but right. that would be one thing that it's different than other types of you know previous uh, weight loss foods that have been out on the market. So I would definitely consider that. Okay. Thanks for your call today, Mike. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 to reach out to the Dream Team. That was one big kitty. No kidding. Wow. That's a lot of shaving. Well, you <laughs> yeah. said he had two of them that were big. Like that, didn't he? They he must grow big. Grows them big. Yeah. 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 Is there a nuclear plant somewhere where he's at? <laughs> Something's not right. I want to thank Company of Animals for underwriting this portion of Animal Radio. We all know dogs that steal, right? You're looking around. Sure, you do. They might steal food. They might steal toys. It might, might be steal shoes. your neighbor's clothing off the clothes lingerie, line. Yeah. whatever. If this happens to be the case, then I encourage you to check out the pet corrector. See that little noise there? It redirects their attention to something a little more constructive. 
You want to find out more? Head on over to companyofanimals.us. And thanks, guys, for underwriting Animal Radio. Hey, Howard, what's going on? How can we help you? This is uh, your Dr. Debbie or Dr. I'm, this is Dr. Debbie right here. Oh, oh, okay. Hi. How are you today? How are both of you? I'm doing awesome. My guess is I think you have a call, a question about your dogs fighting. Is that correct? Oh, yes, yes. Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, uh, what happened was we... I have, uh, we have two palms and a chihuahua, and we got a miniature terrier. We got him from the pound. We brought him home, and everything was fine. He got along with the, the other, um, palm, who is three years old, and the terrier is also three years old. And they got along fine. They played in the yard, but sometimes the terrier would, he would always want to steal the toys from the other, uh, my other, uh, palm, which is Peanut. And Typical the terrier. terrier. Now, the terrier, mm-hmm. which is, a, his name is Duncan, and he was always steal his toys, and then sometimes they get in fights because the other uh, peanut didn't like that. But all of a sudden, last week, uh, we took him to get his uh, shots. I forgot which one he got. And ever since he got these shots, he came home, and it was a totally different dog. He just, you know, growled all the time at everybody, and he just uh, he started fights with the other one, with the, the one that always started fights with him, and... Unfortunately, long story short, we had to get rid of the miniature terrier because they were going to kill each other, and so it seemed like, well, my mom actually got rid of them, and and now the palm of peanut, he's he's so sad now. So one day we took him, a couple days ago, we took him to the vet, to the lady that we gave him to, just one last time, and then peanut, he didn't start a fight with him, but the other guy, Duncan, he was so mad that he got kicked out of the house, that he just wanted to rip, you know, just wanted to rip him up. So, and that was the last time they saw each other, and and now he's really sad. Okay. I want to make sure I've got all the parties figured out here. So you have the men pin. Now, are these all male dogs? Yes. Okay. And you have a miniature pincher that is now out of the house, the Pomeranian, and then the terrier. And the terrier is the one that kind of takes control of the toys in the house. Well, the miniature terrier that we got, yeah, he, well, the palm with Peanut, he always would play with a toy, and the and the terrier, he was uh, he was a really rough dog. He'd always grab the toys from the other dogs, and always try to start stuff with the other. Dogs. And he would, uh, I didn't tell you that he would chase the other Peanut, the palm, uh, around the house just violently, just and then he, but and then the palm, when he would refrain from with him, he would just let him do it, or he'd just run away from him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, and and did you say that the the miniature pincher was the new dog in the house recently? Uh, yeah, the miniature terror. Yeah, that's right. Miniature. Ter- okay. And and how recent? When you say recent, month, years? Uh, oh, okay. We got the miniature terrier about maybe a, two months ago, and unfortunately okay. we had to get rid of them uh, about a week and a half ago. Now. Okay. All righty. And and are these boys? Um, what's their their neuter status? Yeah, see, uh, uh, the, well, the terror we got from the pound, so of course he was neutered. Uh, mm-hmm. the other one, uh, we made the mistake and we never neutered him, so I know that was a mistake. Okay. So the other two are not neutered? Uh, let's see. The other girl, she's a chihuahua, she, I think she's spayed, and I think okay. the other palm is neutered. All right. Well, the reason that does come into play is is because as long as testosterone is in the mix, there there's going to be some some changes and some issues that come up with 
uh, interdog relationships and aggression. So that could sometimes it's actually worse if they're neutered. In other cases, if they're intact, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, conflict. So. So that can play a role. And, and any behaviorist would say, oh, gosh, you know, if we're having aggression-related issues inside the home, let's address um, the neuter status. And if there's no compelling reason not to neuter, then that might be one thing to look at. Um, so so part of the challenge you have is you've got a lot of animal personalities going on, and especially uh, if we've got... A little bit, yeah, just a little bit. Just a little. <laughs> uh, could you just move up a little bit? Appreciate it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. No sweat. So with with all these different personalities going on, there's a lot of different triggers that I'm presuming are in your home that are kind of establishing these, these altercations. So you mentioned toy-related aggression. So it is not uncommon, like Joey said, that terriers or small dogs take possession of items. And I have one in my house. My terrier pretty much thinks he owns every toy and every item in the house. And if someone else takes one, he wants it back. He may not use it, but he wants it and he wants to sit with it. Um, so this is part of him taking control of the environment. If the other dogs aren't game for that, you're going to have conflict. Now, they can also have uh, guarding or uh, resource guarding when it comes to the humans in the home. And that can be very challenging um, because there's different hierarchies with dogs, with how they recognize who's in charge of the items as well as who's in charge of the human attention. And then you throw food in there, and there can even be a different hierarchy of who's the top dog when it comes to food. Um, so in my house, I have different rules. Um, I didn't set some of those rules. My dogs did. So I have one dog that's a little bit food aggressive. The other one is toy aggressive. And we have to follow those rules in order for there to be a harmony in the household. Um, in your situation, this is quite complex. I'll be very honest because I would need to be in your home environment to really see what is going on and, and how these doggies are uh, getting along. Now, you did bring up one point about some of the aggression you feel came out after a vaccination visit. And there certainly can be pets, you know, can get, uh, they can feel run down after vaccinations. There are also pets that can feel kind of jazzed up and feel weird. They can have vasculitis, inflammation that may make them cranky. So that's certainly possible. I don't think that's your sole problem. And it sounds like you've got a lot of challenges getting these kids to get along in general. Um, so yeah. I don't have an, an easy fix for you, but, but I would say make sure we address the neuter status. And the interesting thing, a lot of folks, you know, will say, oh, my dog's got along really good up until a couple of years. All of a sudden things changed and social maturity. It changes. It's not always when sexual maturity hits. So a lot of male dogs may get along great in a home until they're about a year and a half, two years. And then we start to see some territorial battles coming out. And, and am I clear, Howard, that you want to bring the miniature terrier back into the home? Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, um, what you got going on on there, Rob? What you got going on in the back? <laughs> what, what's that? I gotta ask. What are you doing? Where are you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm here at my. Uh, thank you. I'm here at uh, that place. Place where I. I have to be, <laughs> but I'll be. Uh, I'm sorry for the background noise. 
Um, well, that's okay. And you, you know, Howard, I'll, I'll give you one suggestion because if, if you do want to, to work on getting the other dog in your home and your mom's on board with it, um, because this does have a lot of things that I can't read over the phone in, in your home environment, I really would say, you know, getting a behaviorist or trainer involved. And um, one of the best resources I can recommend is to actually look at the American College of Veterinary um, Behaviorists. And the website is dacvb.org. Um, and you can find a board-certified veterinary behaviorist in your area. Dr. Debbie has years and years and years of experience, and she can help you solve your problems if you generally want them solved. But she's not here to just blab into thin air. I I still wonder where he was at. Animal Radio is underwritten by Neutralife Ultra Joint and Liver Support. Does your pet have difficulty walking or running? Try Ultra Joint and Liver Support from Neutralife Pet with Sam E. Buy one box and get one free by using the code Animal Radio. Call 1-844-PET-SAME or visit NeutralifePet.com. Did you know canine caviar diets are formulated with common health concerns in mind, such as diabetes, cancer, and kidney disease? You see, canine caviar uses low GI carbs, which reduce hunger and prolong physical endurance. Free of GMO, gluten, hormones, steroids, and antibiotics, Canine Caviar's five-star dog and cat foods are the only alkaline-based foods in the world, and that promotes a healthy lifestyle for your furry family. Find out more at CanineCaviar.com. I am the family dog, and it's that time of year again, the one where pet parents start looking for Fido-friendly hotels and destinations where Fido is welcome. Make no bones about it. Pets are part of the family, and we like to sniff out new places, too. And we hate to be turned away, especially when we're on our best behavior. So we won't be left out in the cold. Be sure to pick up a copy of Fido Friendly Magazine to find the best hotels and destinations where Fido is always welcome. Go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Did that get your attention? That's how it works on your dog, correcting undesirable behaviors. It's important to handle any pet behavioral issues with love and care, rather than pain or punishment. The Pet Corrector allows you to safely change unwanted behaviors in your dog, like excessive barking, stealing food or shoes, or chasing people and dogs. With a simple, you can stop all these problems. Find out more at www.companyofanimals.us and get the dog you've always wanted. Right, Max? For over 75 years, Geico's kept an eye on the future. Keeping customers happy with things like 24-7 customer support and emergency roadside service. And to prove it, here's one of our commercials from over 75 years ago. At GEICO, we promise to always find innovative new ways to serve you. In fact, we're so innovative, in 75 years, they'll listen to this old radio commercial and think, Wow, they were innovative! Wow, we are innovative. GEICO, saving people money for over 75 years. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio. We're celebrating the connection with your pets. Here is the toll-free number, 1-866-405-8405. And that is to speak to Dr. Debbie, your dog father, Joey Villani, or Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. We're not speciesed here. She can uh, answer the calls, and we'll take calls from your 
from your uh, pets, if, if they want to call directly, we just uh, set up our Christmas tree. I mean, that's what everybody does the day after Thanksgiving. Of course. And, of course. Uh, we got all of our little uh, lights on it and everything, but I noticed this year you have none of that... Uh, mylar stuff no you know tinsel was always a fun thing when i was a child my you know parents used to each give us a bundle of it and the kids would we all throw it. me and my brothers and sisters would all throw it on and stuff but when you have cats it's not a good idea because they like shiny things and if they ingest that and it gets inside their intestines and can tie knots and yeah it doesn't necessarily go all the way through no it can cause blockage and it can cut you know cut them it's just it's extremely dangerous even dogs too if they ingest it well how do you enjoy a holiday like this with uh you know you like to be festive there's all kinds of things around it's just some things you have to do if you're a pet owner Got a pet proof, just like it's bad for the environment too. It is. It is bad for the environment. Yeah, I mean, a lot of places don't let you recycle trees if it has that stuff on it. We suggest as you put your holiday trees, your Hanukkah bush, whatever you celebrate with, or your decorations, make sure that they're pet safe and that uh, at least they're high enough. And and for cats, you know, nothing's too high (laughs) for them. That's why I've got plastic (laughs) ornaments. I bought a set of real pretty plastic ornaments with glitter and all different kinds of shapes. You can't tell they're plastic unless you touch them. So they look like they're real, like the old-time glass ones, but they're not. So Do the cats go for it? Yeah, and if they knock it off, it's just plastic. It hits the floor, and you pick it back up. Do you still put uh, gifts under the tree? I do. And you know, it's funny because nobody bothers them really too bad. Yeah. Do you put much. foods under your tree? No. If there's any treats or anything like that for the animals, no. Or Catnip. chocolate. Even Catnip. chocolate for humans or anything like that, no. Nothing edible or, or catnip under the tree because they will. Yeah, I like to it. make Christmas condos in there with all the presents. You kind of <laughs> arrange them. <laughs> they like that. Little right? cubby holes where they can hide, yeah. hide in the presents. That's, That's a good idea. That is. Miss Lori Brooks, working so hard in the newsroom and getting so little credit for doing so. I bow to you. What are you working on this week? I got a great story. You know, one of those long lost dogs and owner reunited. And you think, yeah, sometimes they're six months, a year out. They haven't seen them. You know, terrific things happen. Five years this dog has been, has been gone. Five years. And is reunited with its owner. So Ooh, I it's bet- a, a real happy ending. Is this, a, I don't want to give it away, but is this a microchip story? Yeah. No, okay. Thank I'll tell God you, that's how things. important it is to have a it microchip. Is. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update. Brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Pharmacy with prescription medications and over-the-counter products like Advantix Flea and Tick medication delivered right to your door. Learn more at fosterandsmith.com. Hi, I'm Lori Brooks. Thank heavens for microchips. What did we do without them before? Uh, because Disco the dog has been returned to her owner and home in Australia because she was chipped. And you're thinking, no big deal, it happens all the time. But Disco had gone missing. This dog was gone for five years and, you know, after a couple of months, a year, a couple of years, you're putting away the stuff and kind of giving up hope. Well, Disco was initially found by an elderly couple and then given to a younger family who then renamed her Paris. You know, they didn't know about her earlier life. So during her time with the, the younger family, Disco happened to be attacked by another dog. And then she was surrendered to an animal hospital because they couldn't afford the vet bills, which were around $3,000. Well, 
Luckily, she was in a hospital. That hospital had a thing to check her microchip, and lo and behold, Disco and her owner were reunited, and they say the dog even recognized her mom after all those years. So now Disco has gone back to her original home and her original mom, and she's got two new canine siblings, but there's another, you know, problem. Maybe they say that a permit from the local council is required if they're going to keep three dogs. I guess the limit was two, but uh, the mom is saying she's pretty sure they're going to grant that permit for them. November is uh, Adopt-A-Senior Pet Month. I'm sure you knew that. And the Transportation Security Administration of the TSA is announcing that they're looking for some good forever homes for some of its retired explosives detection dogs and also some of their younger dogs who didn't quite pass all of their requirements because they have a pretty tough training program. The dogs are up to 10 years old. Younger, too, and include German short-haired pointers, Labrador retrievers, German shepherds, and Belgian Malinois. And they've all been spayed or neutered, and there is no adoption fee. The thing is, though, you're going to have to travel to San Antonio, Texas, at your own expense to pick up one of those dogs if you are approved. The TSA says right now there are more than 800 explosives detection dogs deployed all around the country. I'm Lori Brooks. Be sure to get more breaking animal news whenever you need it at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Pharmacy. With everyday low prices on products like Quellin and Rimadil delivered right to your door with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Learn more at fosterandsmith.com. Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies have a vet VIPPS accredited online pharmacy covering all your pet's needs from heartworm medications and anti-inflammatories like Rimadil to non-prescription items like canine Advantix Flea and Tick Preventive. Doctors Foster and Smith has your pet covered. We'll even contact your vet for you, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day with free shipping on orders over $49. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Stella and Chewy's believes that selecting the best food is one of the most important decisions an owner can make for their pet. We believe that pets thrive when they're fed the same diet they get in the wild. Dogs and cats are carnivores, and meal mixers are a quick and convenient way to mix a little raw nutrition and great taste into their diet. Made from premium raw ingredients like grass-fed meat and cage-free poultry with organic fruits and vegetables, meal mixers help kickstart your kibble. Learn more at StellaandChewy's.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. Radio, celebrating the connection with our pets toll-free. Here's the number, 1-866-405-8405. We would love to hear from you. We'll head back to the phones right after we visit with Aaliyah Zobel-Nolan. Yes, that's right. I, I have no idea what nationality is that. Hi, Aaliyah. How are you doing? I'm grand altogether. How are you? Oh, it must be New York. Are, are you in New York? Yes. Can't you tell? I'm saying New York and dog and <laughs> my accent. You can pick it up right away. Well, first of all, I want to, I take offense to your book that you, uh, well, the book is called Women Who Still Love Cats Too Much. And yes. I gotta say, I'm a guy and I relate to all of this and I, I think you're, uh, you uh, love your cats too I much. I love my cats now. too much too. Yes. Well, you know, the thing is, 
for years, uh, people have been making fun of the crazy cat ladies, and uh, men weren't really involved in that. They never said a guy with a cat was like, you know, uh, uh, some kind of a freak. But somehow or another, women got labeled with this uh, um, this crazy cat lady label. I think that was like old school, like, uh, like yeah. 10, 10, 15 years ago. I think we've come to a new place in oh, our yes. lives. Now, all of a sudden, cats are like the hottest thing since the... You know, since the phone. Uh, so people are finally getting to understand the, the wonderfulness of the cat. But we crazy cat ladies have known this for years. Ah, <laughs> so you are a crazy cat lady. Ah, uh, well, I guess I guess you might call me that. What? I do an- anything and everything to make my cats happy. Well, I do that too. So tell me what you do and let's see if it's really crazy. Well, some of the bizarre things that I've done is I went to the um, animal rescue and there was a kitten. So I brought it home and I have a senior cat um, who is afraid of her own shadow. So I have to be mother to this cat because the cat was a, was a kitten and she was like five months old. He was five months old. So what I do is I um, run my face across his fur imitating um, what the mother would do grooming him because he doesn't know, you know, he doesn't doesn't know from from grooming because he was taken away from his um, his mother very at a very young age. He doesn't understand about headbutting, which is you know uh, something that a cat all cats have to know. So I'm teaching him how to headbutt. Um, <laughs> I also uh, give him warm cream and salmon, uh, uh, and it's fresh, uh, wild caught, not uh, not farmed. And um, I uh, I do a lot of crazy things like uh, reposition the, the cat condo in front of all. I have like six cat condos uh-huh. uh, for two cats, but I you know I feel badly for them because they get bored so easily. Are Are you a married woman? I am. <laughs> I am married to a wonderful man who uh, does not like cats, but puts up with them uh, because he loves me. He's a dog person. One cat is deathly afraid of him, and he has to tiptoe around, and he'll say, I'm not looking at you, Sinead, I'm not looking at you, and he'll go and sit down. So what's the most bizarre thing you've ever done for one of your cats? Oh, I think she's already said that, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, there's, there's, there's one, one thing that was really bizarre. I had a cat, and when I was single, and I had it in an apartment that did not allow animals, uh, especially cats. And for some reason, um, the, um, got the man who took care of the place came up to my door and, um, you know, knocked on it and said, we have reason to believe you have a cat, very Gestapo-like. So I'm like, you know, shoving the cat, like, uh, in the closet. And first of all, I didn't understand, you know, how he knew. He said, we've seen the cat. Um, cans of cat food. Now, how we saw that, I I have no idea. So what I had to do was I gave the cat to my uh, parents for a while, had the locks changed, and then what I did was I had two garbages. One was regular um, garbage, and the other was garbage, cat garbage. And that cat garbage um, was anything like kitty litter or, and I would give it to friends who would come over who lived in a house or lived in a place where they um, liked cats or they tolerated cats, but I also used to work as a waitress, and I used to bring it in and put it in the garbage in um, the bathroom, and I said to myself, I'm, I hope to God that no inspector comes because they'll think we're putting cat food in the hamburgers. Uh, you are you are my kind of woman, I'll tell you that. <laughs> probably, that's probably, but I've, I've known women who um, make earrings out of their, you know, their cat's fur. Oh, really? 
Uh, yes. There's Don't give Hal any ideas. I was thinking of making a sweater out of their... their a sweater, yes, yeah, definitely. Really. Or you could make some uh, Christmas ornaments. Uh, but a lot of the things that we do really aren't that bizarre. Like, you know, when you get up to um, warm your coffee, the cat naturally goes and sits in your uh, chair. So what you do is you get another chair. You don't want to disturb the cat. Of course uh, not. If the cat is sleeping, I sleep with my cat, uh, not with my husband, <laughs> my cats and they um they have their own spot on the bed and god forbid you should you know like um take their spot um and there's little things like that the book is called women who still love cats too much we're with Aaliyah zobel nolan i have 10 yeah. copies of the book to give out right now it makes a great holiday stocking stuffer it's oh, just definitely. the right size too was there a, a woman who loved cats too much yes, first there was. 15 years ago okay. i wrote a book called women who love cats too much and uh 15 years later we uh, revamped it and you know now we are revered I mean a- anyone who knows anything about a cat is like uh, on TV or on the on, on internet you know people always want to know what can I do to make my cat more comfortable the only thing I wouldn't say there was one woman who wanted to marry her cat that's going a little bit too far I think oh so yeah. you do have a place where you uh, draw, draw the, the line, line. <laughs> yes I do and I will not get surgery to look like my cat <laughs> Well, I thank you so much for spending time with us today. Uh, thank you. You um, you know, it's my favorite topic. And uh, the only bad thing is, is I had to um, close my poor babies out. Let me go and open the door and let them back in again. You better go do that. <laughs> okay. We're going to head back to the phones toll free for your calls. 1-866-405-8405. This incredible part of Animal Radio is brought to you by Solid Gold Holistic Pet Food. They offer a wide range of holistic dry and wet food for both dogs and cats. You'll be choosing from a variety of grain and gluten-free as well as healthy whole grain options, all with ingredients you can trust. That means no meat byproduct meal, corn, wheat, soy, sugar, artificial preservatives, or flavors added. Just good food for your pets. Thanks, guys, for underwriting Animal Radio. Hey, Alan, how you doing? My cat is biting my... My mom, when she comes over, and I'm wondering, what is that problem? What's your mom doing when she's getting bitten? Is she just walking in the door, or is she doing something else? Like, like she's walking into the door when she comes in, and he just, like, tries to bite her and attacks her. Oh, gosh. How does he react with other people that come in the door? He acts vicious. Like, one of my family came over, and he went into the bathroom, and my cat ground and hiss at him, too. So it isn't just your mom that he acts this way with. Is it pretty much anybody who would come in the door that he yeah. tried to attack? Okay. Yeah. That's tough. And, you know, I had a cat who fits the same description who we affectionately called the devil cat because he was just mean to everyone <laughs> but me. <laughs> and it can be tough because some cats just don't have that same degree of interest in human interaction. The challenge for you is we need to make sure that he understands when people come in the door, good things happen so that they give him treats and not necessarily smother him with love and activity because he doesn't sound like a cat that's going to respond to that. But maybe bring in something really yummy or a favorite kind of cat treat. If that doesn't work, in other cases, we will actually keep the kitty in a back room and just let them uh, kind of stay out of that greet um, that we have when people walk in the door because sometimes that's a little bit too overwhelming. Okay. Yeah, my cat used to actually, they'd he'd hear the doorbell, and he'd come running and growling at the door. <laughs> 
like a dog. Exactly. He was my guard cat and uh, very good at it. And he would attack people if uh, they came in un- unattended with me. <laughs> Diablo Gato. Yeah. So, uh, so not to say your kitty's got a bad personality, but I would just be very cautious with people that come in the door. Um, try to make it a good experience for him. And in other situations, just keep them safe so they don't get bit and keep him maybe in a back room. Um, we can always use some good things like scent hormones that might make him feel a little happier in general when people come in. But uh, I don't always find a lot of success with some of these guys, and I can speak from firsthand uh, experience here. Hope that helps you some, Alan. Um, give that kitty lots of love because you're probably his favorite person in the whole wide world. Yeah, he loves me, my grandparents, and that's about it. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Well, Dr. Debbie has just come running into the studio. She, is, as I promised, is working overtime. It always happens the day after Thanksgiving, weekend after Thanksgiving. You're always in the office dealing with what pancreatitis and all kinds of weird stuff, huh? Yeah, although today I have to say it has nothing to do with digestive things. Um, we had a diabetic dog with what we call DKA, diabetic ketoacidosis. So it's a life-threatening um, problem when they're diagnosed as a diabetic. Well, now, as uh, for humans, if you're diagnosed as a diabetic, you think that first it started with a bad diet that they had uh, to begin with. Is that the same with dogs and cats? No, not necessarily, because even people, there's genetic factors there, too. So you can eat as healthy as possible uh, being a human and sometimes still develop diabetes. So um, so it, it happens. In dogs, the hard thing is, though, that they can't tell us, I'm really thirsty. I think something's wrong, Mom. <laughs> so it's up to us to really be aware of those signs of diabetes, um, drinking a lot, peeing a lot, losing weight, um, not wanting to eat, um, and, and try to jump on that and see your veterinarian. Now, just this morning, our very own Lori Brooks, uh, she called and she said, I'm going to be running a couple of minutes late because I'm having a fecal transplant done on one of the dogs. And I thought, you know, that's pretty funny. That's a good joke, having a fecal transplant. I'm going to transplant some poop. Yeah, I thought you were kidding, honestly, but you actually no. were doing that. What What's that all about, Dr. Debbie? Well, this is actually something they're doing in people as well as animals. Um, so basically the idea is that um, a lot of times in people they'll do that when there's um, an overwhelming infection. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with Lori's dog, but um, it's a way to transplant healthy bacteria to a digestive tract that either is not pr- producing its own or is overwhelmed by another um, kind of pathogen, another bacteria um, or some other agent. You've never done this, doctor? I have not, no. I'm, but, I mean, there's a lot of dogs that do it every day. <laughs> when you think about it, you know, all it is is basically, you know, it's purified uh, fecal material. So from an animal that's preferably never been on antibiotics, um, that is in good sound health, that's free of parasites, and um, it's introduced, you know, either in the form of a gastric tube, a pill. Um, but like I said, I make fun because, you know, dogs are known to eat. Sure, all the time. sure. So, so you actually right. paid for it, Lori, right? <laughs> I did. <laughs> it, the, the results have been fantastic. And really? this is just something. Yeah, we're just committed to, you know, Gordy's a rescue dog, and so we're committed to getting him well. We've got a family that's waiting for him, but we got to get him healthy again. Well, keep me posted on that. I'd like yeah. to know how that, that turns out. 
Uh, let's go to the phones. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to reach out to Dr. Debbie or to Dogfather Joey Volani. And we go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi there. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you for having uh, having my call. Of course. How can we help you? Uh, well, I have a 13-year-old dog that was, di- she's a terrier mixed mutt and diagnosed with lymphoma in November. And I put her through the course of chemo per the, mm-hmm. the cancer vet and, um, She's in total remission right now, six months later, and I was just wondering if there's any nutritional supplements or food or any adjunctive therapy that you would suggest to keep her up and running because she's doing so well right now, and I am just uh, just love her. Oh, super. Well, congratulations on, on, on winning this battle here so far. And, and, and for lymphoma patients, um, this is a disease we see in people too. And just to kind of back up, it, it's a cancer involving the lymph system. So for some animals with lymphoma, we can see problems where their lymph nodes get really big, uh, whether they're external on the body or internal in the body. It can infect other organs as well. So was that the case for your baby? Uh, yes, her lymph nodes popped up, and uh, that's when I took her to the vet, and I had an idea what was going on because I'm in the medical profession myself. But also the vet told me, the cancer vet told me that she was in stage 3, I believe, because she had splenic involvement in that. Mm-hmm. Her her mm-hmm. abdomen was uh, swollen and, like, hemorrhagic-looking in her spleen side, on her left side. So she told me yeah. I think it was stage 3 or 4. Yeah, so involving different different aspects of the body. Um, but you had a good question there as far as about what else can we try to try to help our cancer patients. And, and the important thing that I I want to make a distinction is when you're in um, when your pet is in, in chemotherapy for uh, lymphoma, there's some things we're not going to do, and we're certainly not going to try to stimulate the immune system in any way. But when we're in remission and we're having some good success, um, there is actually a diet, um, an actual prescribed diet out that. That is designed for dogs fighting cancer. And the idea with that is we want to feed the healthy cells and not the cancer cells because that's one of the big problems with any cancer patient is they get scrawny, lose muscle weight, um, and we want to try to combat that. Um, that diet, if you check with, um, it's a science diet food called ND, N slash D. Um, basically, that's a, it's got a low carbohydrate, high fat, um, and it's especially rich in omega-3 fatty acids. So kind of goes into the rest of my, uh, probably my answer would be that um, outside of that diet, because um, not every dog can tolerate it, I will add fish oils. Um, and that is a very good thing when pets are in remission to try to help them fight um, the cancer. And then there's some other antioxidants that I'd probably look at getting into and getting a good um, kind of a multivitamin that will have that. Um, those two things, the multivitamin uh, with antioxidants and the fish oil would probably be the two big things, but you can kind of simplify it by just going with that diet alone. Okay, excellent. Actually, we're already on fish oil. <laughs> oh, good. And, uh, I do home-prepared meals for her with the uh, chicken, lean beef chicken or fish, and vegetables, variety of vegetables. Good. And that's, you know, a lot of some of these things that we know from human medicine kind of cross over to veterinary medicine. So, yeah, the good antioxidants in fruits and vegetables. How do we measure that? And how do we know how that helps our, our pet patients? Mm, don't know. But if it seems to work for people, you know, I don't see a problem for um, crossing over and using that for your pet. Okay, excellent. I appreciate your input. And, um, I just hope she stays in remission for a long, long time. Sounds like you're doing everything you could possibly do. So okay, it, well that makes me feel good. Keep up your good work, Lisa, and um, 
definitely uh, give her a good hug for us because um, you know, it's a cancer close to my family. So uh, we've, we've been through that. And uh, keep your chin up. Think positive thoughts. That goes a long way. Humans oh, and animals. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're waiting for your call at 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by Solid Gold Holistic Pet Food. I'm Hal. I'm your server. I'm thinking about venison, pollock, duck, quail, cold water salmon. That's on the menu tonight with your Solid Gold Holistic Pet Food. What a wide variety of sustainably sourced options in both grain and gluten-free and healthy whole grain recipes. No ingredients sourced from China, ever. Check it out, Solid Gold. And thanks for underwriting Animal Radio. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. Here is the toll-free number, 1-866-405-8405. If you have a question about your dog, your cat, your flamingo, your iguana, whatever, Dr. Debbie has you covered, as well as dog father Joey Volani. Uh, this hour, Charlie Daniels from the Charlie Daniels Band is supposed to join us. And after that Tanya Tucker interview a couple weeks back, boy, she was one spitfire, wasn't she? She's awesome. I don't think we ever had a guest on the show that just wanted to hang around, didn't want to leave. Yeah. We actually had to leave before <laughs> she wanted to leave. Uh, Miss Lori Brooks, what are you working on for this hour? Well, I'm going to tell you about uh, an animal event brought together some celebrity animal lovers. Let me just tell you some of them who, who were there, some of the celebrities. Okay. Paula Abdul, mm. Bo Derek. Mm. Fergie, mm. and there's oh, you know three ladies hanging with Chevy Chase, the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> That's an okay. odd group, yeah. isn't there it? There you go, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I'll tell you what they were doing, okay? Okay. That's on the way with Lori Brooks right here on Animal Radio. Let's go to the phones for your calls right now. 1-866-405-8405. Hey, Kay, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you? I'm in West Virginia. I have a six-month-old Maltipoo who will go outside and play and play and play and play and come back in the house and do his business. Uh, doing both pooping and peeing in the house? Yes. Okay. And has he ever been house trained? Um, he seemed to do uh, pretty well for a little while, and now he's back to, as I said, he'll go outside and, and stay for maybe 15, 20 minutes. And okay. then come back in the house. All righty. Now, when he's outside, is he playing by himself? Is he with the family? Is he... He's by himself. He's by himself. Okay. Well, what we're going to really need to see about doing is if he was house trained before, um, we need to kind of get back to the, the core of what he learned. And um, going outside and, and playing is good, but we also want to make sure that he has set time that he also does his business. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that we actually supervise him to do his duty. And, um, you know, he might have separate play times during the day. Um, but uh, to take him outside and actually witness the act and to praise him up and down and up and down because that positive reinforcement is very important for him to, uh, you know, pick up those cues that this is good, this is where I'm supposed to do this thing. Um, and then when he returns into the home, um, then we don't want to leave him unsupervised. So if he has not done his duty outside with, uh, you know, taking him out on a leash, then we're not going to let him run around the house because, 
you know, he's going to probably go into a corner and poo-poo. Um, so this is where crate training is very valuable um, because if he's not immediately by your side, you can use a crate to confine him. And then after you take him out of there, play with him outside, take him to do his business, then he's allowed free run. Um, but we have to make sure that we're getting the message across that this is where you do your outside business and then you come inside and you you live inside the house. So um, that might be the basics. Now, did you do crate training when he was a youngster? Um, yes. Well, we actually only we would only have him in a crate when we were gone. Um, I've never I've never liked to put him in a crate. <laughs> yeah. Um, we well, crate when we were gone. You know, it. And when he was in the crate when you were gone, did he have any house soiling problems inside the crate? No. Cool. Good. Because that's really important because if he knows that and he's got that association, you can use it during regular times. Now, if you are able to stay with him and kind of constantly supervise him in the home, that will do the same sort of thing. You just have to be the one right by him right by your side to supervise. If you can't and you're cooking dinner or you're running in another room doing something else, that crate is not a punishment. It's a place where he can have a quiet haven. You can give him a little toy. Um put a treat in there when he goes in there and make it a positive association. Um, I think so many people have a problem with crate training in that we feel that it's some way punishing a dog. But if it worked for the nighttime um, training for house training, it'll work for the daytime. So just use it in the right situation and make sure we do a positive reinforcement for when he does do his deed. And then, of course, those areas that he's making those messes, we want to clean up with a very good enzymatic cleaner um, to make sure those smells come out. Yeah. Okay. So um, go outside with him. Um, right. We want to be. Sure that... Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, I hope that helps you. And this house training stuff, it's tough. It really is. So make sure that we've got constant supervision, positive reinforcement, and, you know, we'll get there. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. This Healthy Helping of Animal Radio is underwritten by Stella and Chewies. Pets thrive when they're fed the same food they'd get in the wild, and meal mixers are an easy, convenient way to add raw, nutrient-rich meat, wholesome fruits, vegetables, probiotics, and antioxidants to your dog's diet. Learn more at StellaandChewies.com. And thanks, guys, for underwriting Animal Radio. Hi, Linda. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you very much. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Pinehurst in North Carolina. Is that your North Carolina accent, too? Uh, No. No, I haven't picked that up yet. (laughs) You are on with Dr. Debbie. Wonderful. Um, Well, I wonder if you can help me, Dr. Debbie, with my little spaniel mix, Sophie. She's six years old, and she has, like, an obsessive uh, compulsive disorder that seems to be getting worse. It's a behavior where it's, it's very hard to describe, but she'll sit down on anything soft and then she'll move her paw, fold her paw over, one of her paws over, and move it from left to right, left to right, as if she's smoothing over the surface and she'll move her head one side to the other. And sometimes she does it, she, it becomes more rapid and... Um, it's just very strange to watch, and we have to cut, try to call her, or, you know, to get her attention out of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she'll just stare into, uh, stare at a spot, like on the coffee table leg. She'll just stare at, <laughs> stare at things. It's like she goes into a trance almost. 
Okay, and when she hears your voice, does that stop the behavior? Uh, it takes a little while. It takes a few minutes. Rather than just snapping her out of it, I find mostly if, if I kind of stroke her and say, Sophie, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. She'll stop, and then she'll just put her head down. But she'll do it on any uh, soft surface, any rug or any throw or on, on, and, and in her bed as well. Okay. And, um, now, and does she do any kind of drooling? Um, is there any? No. What's her anxious state? Is she alert? Is she quiet and calm? Very. She's quiet. It's just the the rapid movement that she's doing with her head and and her paw, her foot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess it's possible we could be dealing with something of an obsessive compulsive disorder. The only thing with that is that we tend to see an, um, a state of anxiety or a heightened arousal. From what you're describing, I'm actually a little bit concerned that this could be a form of a seizure disorder. Oh. And in, in dogs, a lot of people are really familiar with the grand mal seizure and what that looks like. Um, and in dogs, they'll fall over, kick, paddle. They may lose control of their bodily functions. But we can see other degrees of seizure disorders where they can either have what we call petite mal seizures or focal seizures. Mm. And that can affect just isolated parts of the body. Um, and in some pets, a uh, petite mal seizure can be something as simple as steering off into space and kind yeah. of being out of it for a short period of time. Um, the only thing that doesn't quite fit with that is, you know, the, the soft, uh, you know, environment trigger. Um, so that's a little bit curious, but I would certainly want to get Sophie um, checked out and probably get some lab work done just to rule out for some of the more common causes of seizure disorders. Seizure disorder, um, yeah. Oh. I and, had a Sophie among... that had petite mole seizure or epilepsy, and it, this is this is kind of different to that in that she and has the, both the, the soft surfaces and, and it comes and yeah. goes, and she doesn't seem to be in any pain but just mentally. <laughs> yeah, if she's not fully mentally with it. Now, and that's that's one of the big differences, and it may be hard. This might be something, a good idea to uh, videotape an exposure or an episode of this because a lot of times as the veterinarian, we can't see things. And I've had right. people bring in videotapes of behavioral problems or seizure disorders, and it can really help in making an accurate diagnosis. So I would, you know, pull out the old uh, iPhone or the uh, videotape um, uh, player and, and do that because that really may help um, in deciding. If we're leaning more towards a behavioral problem, we talk about behavioral meds, you know, maybe some anti-anxiety things. But first and foremost, I'd want to make sure we're not missing something with a seizure-type problem. So, yeah, I'd check that out. Checked up. And I love the name, Sophie. It's so sweet. I imagine a sweet little cuddly gal. Very, very cuddly. She's 20 pounds, very brown, very sweet face. I think she's crossed with Papillon. Not sure, but she's just very sweet. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you so much for calling. This is thank Dr. You, Debbie with Animal Radio, one 405 You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It's time for another Nutri-Life Pet Tip. Every day I make sure I have one-on-one time with my dog. I'll take her walking in the park. 
that's my bonding time. But as she's getting up there in years, I'm looking out for certain things to make sure she isn't having joint problems. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. And one of those signs would be if your dog tires easily. It's not as much energy as they used to have. If it looks like they're just not having fun walking anymore, it could be a couple of things. Arthritis or joint weakness. So make sure you're in tune with your pet. That was a Nutrilife pet tip. Visit NutrilifePet.com. Sadly, many dogs suffer with weak joints, affecting their ability to walk. Thankfully, there's Ultra Joint and Liver Support from Nutrilife Pet with Sam E., the proven supplement for joint health. Ultra Joint and Liver Support from Nutrilife Pet can help restore your animal's quality of life. Buy one box of Ultra Joint and Liver Support and get one free by using coupon code ANIMALRADIO. Order yours at www.nutrilifepet.com and get your pet up and running. Did you know canine caviar diets are formulated with common health concerns in mind, such as diabetes, cancer, and kidney disease? You see, canine caviar uses low GI carbs, which reduce hunger and prolong physical endurance. Free of GMO, gluten, hormones, steroids, and antibiotics, canine caviar's five-star dog and cat foods are the only alkaline-based foods in the world, and that promotes a healthy lifestyle for your furry family. Find out more at caninecaviar.com. Comfort means a state of feeling satisfied, and at thecompanystore.com, your comfort is our number one priority. For more than 100 years, the company store has handcrafted in the U.S. the very best bedding basics, unique items you won't find anywhere else, like our dual warmth comforters that keep you and your partner sleeping at just the right temperature. Bring comfort home today. Thecompanystore.com, 20% off your entire order plus free shipping with code RADIO at checkout. TheCompanyStore.com. We are all about comfort. The more you learn about your insurance coverage, the more gaps you might find. Like how you thought you were covered for this. Honey, someone stole my wedding ring. When you're really only covered for this. Honey, someone stole my Dakota ring. Oh, well, it was weird anyway. Or how with renter's insurance, you're covered for valuables, electronics, bikes, karaoke machines, waffle makers, superhero pajamas. And without it, you're covered for... Talk to a farmer's agent about what gaps might be hiding in your insurance. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Hi, this is Paul Reiser, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Every minute you're here, you're not harming someone else. I don't know what that means. <laughs> if it's usable, use it. Otherwise, cut it and get out. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio. This is where we're just a little nutty about our animals. And just if you, a little. Just a little. We're a little bit over. If you look into your wallet, all the pictures of your animals are on your phone or all of your animals, then you found the right show. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Call us from wherever you are, anywhere across the country, toll free, 1-866-405-8405. And I understand in just a couple of minutes we're supposed to have Miss Char... Mr. Charlie Daniels on. Yeah, that's don't, Mr. Don't, yeah, don't call uh, him Miss. I was thinking of Tanya Tucker a couple of weeks back. Boy, she was incredible. She was and, fun. And I was thinking we're, we're having a rash of country artists, it seems like. It does seem like that. It just seems like we just have these waves of things, either okay. celebs or country. It is. It, it rains just, and pours. Exactly. Okay. So uh, Charlie Daniels on the way. I remember uh, 
really the only thing I remember from him is the uh, Devil Song. Devil oh, Down yeah. In Georgia. Uh, so we'll find out what's going on with him in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. But your calls first at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Miss Lori Brooks, news is just around the corner. What do you have for us? I'm going to tell you about this painting that is just sold for an astronomical amount of money. I heard um, about that. <laughs> I love the name of the painting. It's My Wife's Lovers. Okay, and think that this is an animal radio show, right? Uh-huh. Animals? Uh-huh. So if you don't know what animals are featured in this painting of My Wife's Lovers... Uh, it's pretty cute. We'll tell you about it coming up. And an incredible amount that it's sold for, too. That's yeah. on the way with uh, Miss Lori Brooks. So it's hard to believe Christmas is already here, and uh, we're giving you some great gifts with uh, our Wacky Wednesday. If you're new to this and you haven't heard this before, we do this over at our Facebook page. You you upload your wackiest pet pictures every Wednesday, and the ones with the most shares and most likes pick up great prizes from our sponsors. Uh, what do we have this week, Miss Francis? This week we have from Piddle Place, we have an indoor potty. I'm a big proponent of indoor potties. I'm sure. sorry. For no. my dog. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, your dog is very She's small. small. She's small. Well, you know, this is, I'm not sure if they have different sizes, but they also have one of those guards that are on the back of it in case you have one that likes to lift their leg and it has different scenes. So you can place these different scenes on this barrier behind the potty. <laughs> and they're also giving away an eight week supply of bio treatment that you put inside the potty thing to keep it smelling clean and fresh. And then it has a little artificial grass on top. And then there's a lid. When you're ready to dump it, you put the lid on, you take it to your toilet, you undo the nozzle and drain it out. And then you I have your... got to see this. Oh, they're either, awesome. Either walk out of your studio right now yeah. and show it to me or give me the website address. Yeah. That sounds cool. Fabulous. And I'll tell <laughs> listeners they should check it out, too. What is the website? We don't. Oh, yeah, it is. Piddleplace.com is the website. And it's interesting. It looks like it's going to be for a small dog. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't know what sizes, how they go up to. But you know what? I'm thinking about changing mine because I would want to get a different one. And I really like the way this one looks. Yeah, it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, it's winter, and you hate to go outside in the in sometimes snowy weather just yeah. to take the dog out to to yeah, pedal. If you have an elderly dog or one that's recuperating from surgery, or or if you're out somewhere and you have to stay a little bit longer than planned, your dog has an outlet. Oh, there you go. Okay, so if you want to win this this week, I up, do. Up, but you can't. Okay. I'm sorry, you can't do that. Uh, okay. But uh, family. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the whole family okay. thing. But if you're not family, but, you know, you sort of are anyway, but not immediately related to us, uh, you can go on over to our Facebook page and upload your wacky pet pictures this week and get all your friends to like it and share it. Let's go to the phones for your calls first. Toll free, one 405 8405 Hi, Nikki. How are you? Hi. Thanks so much for taking my call. I really appreciate of it. Of course. Um, I have a little, a four-year-old Bichon that recently came down with something called cups, chronic ulcerate, ulcerative periodontal stomatitis. Mm-hmm. Is that, I'm wondering if you can tell me anything about that. I'm real worried the vet says it's going to be chronic and we just have to keep coming back treating him with antibiotics periodically. Yeah. Now, what kind of dental work has he had already? He's had uh, 12 of his teeth pulled, and, of course, they've been cleaned. And um, it, since this has happened, he's been on antibiotics on uh, probably, well, currently he's on them. He's been on them for two weeks, and prior to that he was on them for about a month. Um, and that was about a, two months ago. 
So mm-hmm. currently I'm trying to just brush his teeth at the best I can and put soothing things on his gums and do stuff about in relationship to his uh, the plaque on his teeth because apparently mm-hmm. it has something to do with plaque. Yeah, so. and exactly. We see, actually we see this kind of condition a lot more even in cats. Yeah. And it, it's basically where the body almost attacks the bacterial, the presence of the bacterial products on the teeth. And um, it, it basically the gums become uh, a barrier for that battle, and they suffer the brunt of that. And that leads to horrible gingivitis, um, loss of teeth. And, you know, a lot of cases, unfortunately, it's a tough battle to fight, and we may end up actually pulling large amounts of their teeth. Um, now, efforts and home care are definitely important. So brushing the teeth, using antiseptic rinses, um, either as a rinse or as a brush, are important. Um, and all that being said, we can try a lot of things like the barriers, such as Oravet, which is um, kind of a application you put on at home, and it helps to provide an invisible barrier so that uh, we don't have as much of a reaction to these products on the teeth. But it is challenging. So um, in, in a lot of cats, we end up almost extracting all the teeth out of the mouth because it really, it's, it's such a comfort issue. And, and have you had much of a problem with a lot of discomfort or pain from these teeth? Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, he, he was in a lot of pain initially, and his, his gums were really inflamed, couldn't even touch his little jaw. And, and really, it, we get to a point where, you know, if all these remedies were for not winning the battle, it, it's right. a horrible thing for, for somebody to have to hear, we need to pull all your dog's teeth. Yes. But... If it is a comfort and a quality of life issue, they don't need those teeth. They can eat soft food really well. And I know a lot of dogs that eat canned kibble or dry kibble without any problem with no teeth. So um, I focus on the, on the pain control and what's going to be best for, for your baby. So um, okay. well, it's a, it's a bizarre problem that we see in these dogs. And a lot of times, you know, as a pet owner, I commend you because... As a veterinarian, um, sometimes we look at the teeth and say, oh, my God, aren't you taking care of your dog's teeth? But it, it, this is really more of a medical problem that you can try all that you can, but um, don't feel bad. No. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate your show. I listen a lot. So. We thank okay. you very much. Please go give your dog a hug from all of us here at Animal Radio. Animal Radio is underwritten by Neutralife Ultra Joint and Liver Support. Does your pet have difficulty walking or running? Try Ultra Joint and Liver Support from Neutralife Pet. With Sam E. Buy one box and get one free by using the code Animal Radio. Call 1 844 PET SAME or visit NeutralifePet.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1 866 405 8405. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Pharmacy, with prescription medications and over-the-counter products like Advantix Flea and Tick Medication, delivered right to your door. Learn more at fosterandsmith.com. I'm Lori Brooks. The Animal Poison Control Center has put out the alert... They say those little laundry detergent jelly-like things, you know, they call them laundry pods, that they can pose serious dangers to your pets if they happen to swallow them because they're small, you know, they're soft, and they come in bright colors. That kind of makes them tempting to pets. But because they contain detergents, 
that can cause major stomach upset and some big irritation to your animal's upper airway if they happen to swallow it. Also, you should know that if your pet vomits after eating a detergent pod, he or she could inhale the detergent into their lungs, and that presents uh, you know, a whole new set of complications. So they say if your pet eats laundry detergent, be sure that you contact your veterinarian immediately, even if... Your pet is not exhibiting any symptoms or showing any problems. Hollywood stands up for all kinds of causes all the time, and most of us love it. But earlier this month, the stars came out to call attention to some of the world's most endangered animals. The event was the annual fundraiser for Wild Aid, which raised about $2 million. The group is based in San Francisco and is dedicated to eliminating the global trade of things like rhino horns and elephant ivory, shark fin, tiger bones, and other illicit wildlife products. And by the way, among Wild Aid ambassadors on hand there, Bo Derek, Paula Abdul, Chevy Chase, singer Fergie, and author Amy Tan. And the world's most famous cat painting. Have you ever heard of this? The painting is huge. It's called My Wife's Lovers. It's kind of funny. And uh, it is sold at a Sotheby's auction for $826,000. It was actually commissioned by the woman's husband. And this painting is big. It's six feet wide and eight and a half feet tall. And uh, it's so big it features 42 of the woman's Angora cats as they're all, you know, posing inside on antiques and everything in this luxurious mansion home where they live. Well, the wife in this title, My Wife's Lovers, as the painting is called, refers to Kate Birdsall Johnson. She was a San Francisco philanthropist and one of history's greatest cat ladies, whose cats, by the way, had their own full-time staff. Pretty nice life for them. I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news whenever you need it at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Pharmacy. With everyday low prices on products like Quellin and Rimadil delivered right to your door with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Learn more at FosterAndSmith.com. Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies have a vet VIPPS accredited online pharmacy covering all your pet's needs from heartworm medications and anti-inflammatories like Remedil to non-prescription items like canine Advantix flea and tick preventive. Doctors Foster and Smith has your pet covered. We'll even contact your vet for you, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day with free shipping on orders over $49. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Comfort means a state of feeling satisfied, and at TheCompanyStore.com, your comfort is our number one priority. For more than a 100 years, The Company Store has handcrafted in the U.S. the very best bedding basics, unique items you won't find anywhere else, like our dual-warmth comforters that keep you and your partner sleeping at just the right temperature. Bring comfort home today. TheCompanyStore.com, 20% off your entire order plus free shipping with code RADIO at checkout. TheCompanyStore.com, we are all about comfort. This is Animal Radio. I don't know about you, Judy, but I grew up to that. I think everybody in America grew up to that. Of course, I was also a long-haired country boy. We welcome to the show... Uh, probably the greatest performers in country music, Mr. Charlie Daniels. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. Good to talk to you all today. I, I know that song, by the way. I, I, I bet with, you do. You grew <laughs> up with it. Grown. 
I was already grown when it came out. <laughs> well, now let me ask you a question. Playing a violin back as a country boy must have been kind of different. Well, when you... I learned. I did, you know, I didn't. I, did, I never took a lesson. You never took a lesson? Music. Never took a lesson. Can't read music. Learn just by being stubborn. And just, wow. uh, you know, anybody I could find that could play a little more than I did, I would book them until they would teach me something. But uh, it's just I, it, another thing, too. When kids ask me about playing fiddle, I tell them, don't look at me. Don't look at the way I do it because I do it all wrong. I hold the fiddle wrong. I hold the bow wrong. I put too much pressure on the bow. And uh, I, that's just the way I learn because I'm self-taught. And it works for me, but it may not work for you. So don't don't try to do it the way I do Do it the right way. So, but like I say, it works for me. So what so, the heck? So still to this day, you can't read music? No, no, I can't read music. Well, you see, wow. I, think that's, I think that says a lot right there, that you were self-taught with the violin, because I don't know, first of all, I don't know anybody that's self-taught on the violin, but it works for Is you. Is there a right way or you a know? wrong way? Yeah. That's... Well, it works for me. Like I'm saying, it, do, it does work for me, but, uh, you know, I don't know that it would work for somebody else okay. because uh, I've been doing this for a long time, and I've kind of developed it into a sound. Uh-huh. But uh, if you start out that way, there's a good possibility you're not going to sound too good. Yeah. You may not have 50 years of work on it the way I did. No hey, work. hey, I hear that you have a brand-new DVD coming out here. We do, and a record to go along with it. It's called Live at Billy Bob's, and it's a live performance from Billy Bob's, Texas, a big old Texas honky tonk down in Fort Worth. Well, now tell me, you, you live there on uh, Twin Pines Ranch. You're and, a cowboy. Yeah, you, so I assume as a cowboy you got horses. Oh, yeah. We race uh, a quarter horses and paints. Tragedy struck like uh, what was it four four or five years ago? And like your barn caught on fire or something like that? Yeah, it's been uh, this January. I think will be five years ago. Uh, I was actually in Colorado on vacation. My ranch ranger called me and told me the barn was on fire. Oh man! And, uh, you know, I just uh, there's nothing you can look at things like that two ways. You can either let it really get you down or just kind of regret it and go on, and I chose the latter. We lost nine horses in, oh, that's that were in the barn, and we lost a bull that he had loaded up to carry out the next day. So uh, we thought we had completely lost our bloodline. And uh, as the good Lord would have it, we found, or I didn't find it, Thurman found a little stud horse that was out of the same line. Wow. With confirmation with the whole nine yards, and we got him now. He's almost three years old, and I named him New Beginnings. <laughs> that's uh, that's my buddy, New Beginnings. So do you do a lot of writing at all? I don't write as much as I used to. Uh, being There's a little bit of difference in being 79 and being 35. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I know y'all ain't got there yet, but take my word. Oh, we're getting you're, close. You're not 79, though, right? I'm 79. I turned 79 28 o'clock. No, uh-uh. Oh, no yeah. way. How did that happen? That can't uh, I don't be. know. It happened real quick, darling. I, I know you... That. Just have to blink. It seems like <laughs> I can tell but, you're gonna uh, you're gonna be one of those century uh, long living guys. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not quite as able to jump up on a horseback like I used to. The years I won't say take their toll because I'm still able to do most of the things I want to do, but it does make a difference in the way you go about doing it. Sure. So, do you have any pets at home? Any dogs that are close to you? I do. I would. I would have. I every dog. I guess something happens to. I, Got one got snake bit, and then Ooh. one that the uh, the the dogs. Well, we live back off the road, and our dogs are not used to being around cars. Uh -oh. Sure, they're just so apt to. If somebody comes in and is not 
you know, aware that there's a dog around or something just apt to to run over one. We've lost a couple that way. But to answer your question, we're gone so much, it's really not fair for us to have a dog because we're not home enough to take care of it. If I was home a lot, I've always had a dog. I always loved dogs and loved having around. And when I start staying home more, I will definitely have a dog. But uh, right now, no. Yeah, I appreciate people that do that, that put the needs of the animal first, and that's great. Well, you've got to. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you, you get a dog. Dogs, actually, I think, my opinion of dogs, I think dogs actually love people. I think, I mean, they, I don't know if you could, you oh, could yes. call it love or, or not, because I know that's not, you know, they're not human, but I just got to, there's something, I've had relationships with dogs <laughs> through the years that I don't feel like I could ever have with any other animal. Sure. Oh yeah, sure. It's just it's just just a, a special sort of thing, and uh, you know you need to be around them. I think they miss people when they're gone. Definitely. If you're really if you're really close, you know, to your animals. Of course. I think they, a dog will, and I think they can find for you. I think they can actually, you know, they really want to see, you. and and it's just not fair to you know to our animals to do that. So suffice it to say, when I'm home, boy, I will. One of the first things I'm going to do is get me a dog. Yeah. Right now, it just wouldn't be fair. Well, you're on tour, and in yeah. fact, you're going to be uh, coming up in a couple of weeks here, December 13th, at the Canyon Club in Agora Hills, California. CDB, the whole group, Uptown Theater, Napa, on the 26th of February. And in March, you're going to be in Pompano Beach, Florida. you got to love that. And then uh, Greenville, Tennessee, about April 23rd or so. i got to say, still touring at 79. I think that's where my mouth dropped, is that I'm amazed. <laughs> 79, touring, and as active wow. as you are, I hope I am when I'm that age. You know, the thing that's my, my work that I did, if I was shoveling coal or plowing a mule or something, I wouldn't be able to do it because it'd be too physically demanding. But I don't have to pick up anything ever in a guitar. We're blessed to have you. Thank you so much you. for uh, spending time with us today. We appreciate my that. My pleasure. Let's do it again. I'll call you back after I get a dog. Okay? You do okay. that. You take care of <laughs> there, there he goes, Charlie Daniels from the Charlie Daniels Band. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Carrie Annie Nava from Dance with the Stars. Don't forget to stay new to your animals, and you're listening to Animal Radio. I don't know about you, but things are getting kind of busy around the old Abrams household uh, with the uh, holidays coming up. We're, uh, I think all households are busy at this time of year. We're shopping, we're cooking, we're visiting friends, and sometimes the needs of our four-legged friends get a little neglected and overlooked. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of push them off. Yeah, we'll deal with it at the beginning of the year. And that could include bathing time and brushing time. And you know it's really embarrassing when company arrives... <laughs> And the family dog doesn't smell so fresh and clean. Uh Uh-oh. That's why I'm telling you about Lucy Pet Products leave-in conditioning sprays. We use them ourselves. Well, we use them on our dogs. Actually, I did try them once on myself. It did work really well. It's a fast, easy, gentle way to condition your dog's coat and make them smell great in a jiffy. So perfect for the holidays. And if you're in part of the country right now that it is snowing. Cold, dry weather, that is no good for the skin. It'll dry it out. You'll notice maybe they'll be itching, scratching, or they'll have red skin or maybe chewing, Uh chewing their skin. Mm -hmm. The solution is Lucy Pet Products Big Apple Skin Soothing Apple Oatmeal Shampoo and their leave-in conditioning spray. It's a combination of oatmeal and coconut oil and a hint of apple. Mm, So not only will it make their skin nice and soft and stop that itching, they'll actually smell wonderful as well. And here's why I'm on the Lucy Pet Products bandwagon. 
Part of the proceeds go to help support the Lucy Pet Foundation. They're a 501c3 registered animal charity whose mission is to reduce pet overpopulation and support causes that benefit animal welfare, like Animal Radio. Lucy Pet products are actually products with a cause. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A Michigan man's practical joke involving his pet snake might land him in jail. 31-year-old James Mill thought it might be funny to stuff a six-foot boa constrictor in his mailbox to give his mailman a scare. Postal carrier Nakima Anderson was making her rounds when she opened Mel's mailbox to find a snake looking at her. She then saw Mel laughing in his driveway, but she wasn't laughing and made a complaint against Mel. Federal prosecutors charged Mel with obstructing the delivery of U.S. mail, a charge that could carry a penalty up to six months in jail. Mel said he's written an apology to Anderson, hoping to settle the matter. He explained that his snake isn't poisonous and would only strike at something it could eat. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's Animal Radio. Hey, we want to welcome back our good friend Abe Lerner from Neutral Life Pet. Hey, Abe, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? How's your day? Splendid. The Neutral Life Pet Ultra Joint and Liver Support is a SAMI-based supplement. I've heard about SAMI. I know that it promotes health for joints and liver. But why should we pick Neutral Life Pet's Ultra Joint and Liver Support over Excellent anything que- else? Yes. Excellent question. Uh, truthfully, as, as Neutral Life Pet is a division that was created from our Neutral Life Health product company. Which has been around forever, by the way. Yes, we are actually approaching two decades. Doing something right. It is a brand which has actually been proven on the human market, like we said, for close to two decades. And as we feel in the pet market, pets certainly deserve no less than their human counterparts. Sure. Every pet wants to provide, every parent rather, wants to provide their pet with the same quality health care that they have for themselves. Sure. Is there research to back this up? Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of research on both sides, on the human side and the pet side, and it's been Sammy's been clinically proven to be just as effective as any standard prescription medications which are out there, which improving joint and liver health. And one plus about that is that there's no negative side effects. Oh yeah, you gotta love that. Uh, that was my question. I wanted, you know, whenever I give my pet anything, I want to make sure that I there's know no if there's any side effects that well, I need to look out for. You, you always, you always want to uh, address one health care need without creating another, right? <laughs> yeah. So why is Sammy? And we've heard about this for years. Why is Sammy so effective? Again, excellent question, and it really boils down to what is Sammy. Uh, if you have a sort of like a better idea of what it is. I know last time you said it was like, you know, Sammy David Jr. So we're no. trying to. <laughs> we're trying, <laughs> no relation. Trying try, try to distinguish between the two of them. It is a natural compound which is found in all humans and pets. And it's sort of like a building block within the body. And it has, it's involved in more than 40 different biochemical reactions, some of which affect the joint, the liver, and the mood. 
the Sammy is a obviously wonderful product for pets, and there's so many joint health products available in stores. What makes the difference between Ultra Joint and Liver Support and any other product? Essentially, aside from like what we just discussed a moment ago, with our Sammy, since we are making it and being manufactured in the same company that manufactures the human grade. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with the, the human industry. The human industry is extremely regulated. Sure. And in order to sell supplements, you have to be certified. And you go through a series of rigorous audits. And then we have, you know, on-site lab with multiple tests, one after the next. Unfortunately, as we know, the pet market is not as regulated as it should be. And I'm sure you're familiar, a lot of your listeners are familiar with a lot of the recalls that oh, yeah. Uh, happen. Yeah, and those, nobody wants to second guess what they put in their pet's mouth. The same standards that are applied to our human division are applied to our pet division. So essentially, every item that we manufacture, every pet supplement is subject to the same rigorous audits, the same safety, the same, the same protocol applies to both. So uh-huh. any any pet owner when when they're you know they're giving this to their dog or their cat to improve their liver or their joints are really receiving a product that is not only good but it's safe. Tell us where can animal radio listeners pick up on Ultra Joint and Liver Support with a Sammy? Either at our website www.neutralifepet.com or one eight four four Pet Sammy. That's P E T. S-A-M-E, and you can mention the coupon code of Animal Radio, and you get two for the price of one. Abe, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. It's Animal Radio, you lucky dog. one 405 8405 or your voice at AnimalRadio.com. You can also ask us your questions on Facebook at Animal Radio or tweet them to us at Animal Radio or even from the Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. Download that puppy now, and you can ask your questions right from the app. Let's head back to the phones. We have Paul on the phones for Dr. Deb. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Uh, I've got a uh, eight-year-old wire hair Dawson, and over the last couple weeks, he is becoming more and more bloated. Um, he kind of looks like a, you know how a puppy looks when he has worms and stuff? Oh, sure, yeah. His belly is getting that big. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, what else is he doing? Is there anything else going on? Coughing, any vomiting, diarrhea, uh, anything like that? No, no. He's eating, and he's going out and using the bathroom. It's just... He got into the garbage about three weeks ago, and I don't know if he could have a blockage or if he got worms from getting into the garbage. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm definitely disturbed that you're saying it's it's changing that much within that short period of time. So for me, I'm going to say, you know, I would definitely, if you were in front of me, I'd be examining him, I'd be feeling that belly, and I'd probably get an x-ray of that belly um, because that quickly of a change isn't good. Um, I would definitely want to be checking out his spleen, which is a really a heavy blood-filled organ, and that can change in size um, very quickly. So that would be something I would definitely want to look at. Now, um, there are certainly some other things that cause, you mentioned worms. Uh, generally, I wouldn't expect it to be that dramatic, that fast of a, a bloating, if you will, of, of his belly. Um, not a bad idea to do a deworming, but I think we got some bigger fish to fry here in this situation. Did you mention any kind of hair loss or anything else? Any? No, no, he, he's uh, got all his hair. You know, he's still, you know, the happy-go-lucky bear that, you know, he acts like a puppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing, like I said, is is his belly. You know, I drive a truck, and the last time I was in was a week ago, and I was just amazed at how big his belly had gotten. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Well, I'm going to definitely tell you that personal experience here, um, my own Labrador um, started to be a little broad in the, in the front part of his abdomen, and it you know, wasn't hurting. He's still his normal self. And we actually, on an ultrasound, we found a, a small tumor in his spleen, but his spleen was kind of getting big as a result of having this thing in there and having to produce more new blood cells. And um, so we, we actually had to address that and deal with that surgically. But the, the big thing is that if you're seeing this get bigger, I don't think I want to have you delay this anymore. You need to get this baby to the bat, okay? Okay. I'll, I'll do that as soon as I get home. Okay. Very good. And, and hope everything turns out okay. If you have other questions from there, let me know. Okay. Thank you. Well, it's time to get on out of here. Please be very safe with that Christmas tree or Hanukkah bush. I'm going to go get a Hanukkah bush, too, because we celebrated our house both the Hanukkah and the Christmas. So we have, cool. just one extra present. That's yeah. it. You got it. <laughs> you know my number. Uh, but keep that tinsel high or off the tree altogether is your best bet. Yeah, so don't hang on to that leftover turkey too long. Yeah, that, what it's like four or five days. And anything that's uh, and no really bones, fatty. no bones, and all those other fixes. If you need a fix during the middle of the week, please download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. I think Let's we're done. Get on out of here. Yeah. Have a great week. Bye bye. Bye bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.